Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Payoneer a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer with its fast, flexible, secure, and low-cost solutions. Businesses across the world can pay and get paid globally. Visit Payoneer.com now. Also by ChatbotPH. Save time and effort for your business. Automate how your team does customer service, marketing, and key redundant processes. All by using a chatbot. Invest in your own chatbot now and use AI to run your business. Go to www.chatbot.ph I love being an agency person. Um, I think one of the best, it's an environment where you'll find one of the most interesting, most intelligent, most creative and passionate people around. Welcome to Hustle Share. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baitiong. Welcome to episode 43 of the Hustle Share Podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by Payoneer a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer, empowering businesses around the world to grow globally. But before we begin this podcast, I'd like to remind you that the show is for adults only, so make sure that there are no kids around when you're listening to this. Because today, we're going to be talking about advertising and marketing. And to share with us this topic, we have Miss Eileen Borromeo, the head of Southeast Asia Marketing for Payoneer. 
And today she's going to share with us how she started out her career in the ad agency, even though that her background was in programming and project management. Eileen is also going to share with us what it's like working in an ad agency and how to thrive in a very cutthroat environment where not a lot of people stay for a long time. Not only that, because we're going to do a deep dive on how to do marketing, not just here in the Philippines, but across Southeast Asia and the whole world. And get ready to take down notes because Eileen is going to be sharing with us a lot of marketing tips and a lot of tools that she uses to do her hustle. And lastly, Eileen will also share the perspective of doing marketing for a business with the whole Southeast Asia as her market. So if you're ready to learn the hustle of an ex-ad agency veteran, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are with someone who's been been there and done that in the creative um, agency or creative world. Because this is, I've, I've had so many people before that had prior experience, but you've been there and done that. And now you're here to tell the story well, of how it as is. As far as having been there, done that, I still feel like there's still so many things to be done. Correct. But at least... If you're alluding to my previous life, that's right. on park and on pause, and yeah. this is a new stage for me. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, welcome to the show, Eileen Borromeo of Pioneer. Hey. Yay! Hey. <laughs> no sound effects. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo! Okay, Thanks, Eileen, thank yeah. you for being in the show. And again, this thank is, you I've for been bugging you. Me. And shout out to JDL for letting this happen. If I didn't get to catch you on your way out, well, prior to me interviewing JDL. Uh, I was like, oh, Pioneer. I was like, wow, I've, I've been using you guys. Because this Pioneer, I, I, once upon a time when I was putting up chatbot, first year, I had to make ends meet. And the only way I can make the ends meet was through freelancing. Yeah. And the only way I get my dough is through Pioneer. Because, you know, it takes a while before, especially in other platforms, especially like, I'll just say it in PayPal. It's not the easiest fucking platform. If you try to pay bills, you got to wait all the time and then wait another time to fucking go to the bank yeah i mean it's, there's it's, a lot more um options now and right there's definitely one of those you know preferred options when you're receiving money correct from outside the country yes yeah. but eileen let's just uh go to this to the juggler real quick because i always ask this with with my my um my guests eileen what's your hustle okay um so I'm a former strategy director with McCann World Group, and McCann. now I'm yeah, yeah, well, so yeah, well, with McCann. Yes. I am now um, looking after marketing for Southeast Asia for Pioneer. Wow. Okay. I am also helping. So this is not in my LinkedIn. That's okay. My, okay, you have secret, <laughs> secret uh, identity. Secret right. identity and other okay. hustles on the side. So okay. I also help um, Chef JP Anglo with his brand engagement project. Wow. So that's one of the things I JP do. Sarsa, right? Yes. This, oh my God. Now, see, I know, I know people through their food. Sarsa makes me fat. <laughs> their, their, their shit looks yeah. really good. Okay, it's also bald. All right, cool. Yeah, All right. So and, I also help out with that. I recently co-founded a small brand consultancy agency with my husband. Wow. Called the Second Opinion Agency. Second or Opinion. Second Opinion Company. We're still getting company. used to that. Got it, yeah. got it. And of course, I'm a mom. 
that already is impressive with what you have on the table. And I already, I already have a perfect question later of how you're doing this because I have less shit to do and I feel like I don't have enough time. For you, you're doing so much and whatnot. But and look, I still feel like I don't have enough time. Correct. But you're still able to pull it off. And I'll ask that in the last part of the show and whatnot. But real quick, before we um, get carried away, I always ride the hustle share time machine um, and go all the way back to your first hustles and how you started your journey. Eileen, let's, let's ride it all the way back, like how like Captain back? Mar- like Captain Marvel <laughs> days per se, like in the nineties, right or whatnot. How did you start your hustle? Because I'm looking at your LinkedIn and you've been there for a while now, and that you've done GMA. Old. He means old. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I'm old too, right? But at the end of the day, how did you start your hustle, and and why why how did your career kind of like uh, turned out the way it, it is when you started out? A lot of it has to do with, I guess, curiosity and drive, and Got other it. part is accidental. Accidental. So, what's curiosity? What are the offshoots of those that curiosity? What, so, where did you end up when you first started up? Well, okay, when I was a kid, I, this is probably my earliest hustle. And okay. I sold and rented out comic books to my oh, neighbors. Oh, so you're a geek. Yeah, I'm a geek. Yeah, awesome. So, That's awesome. So I rented. Till bars. So, yes. yes. Right. I'm sure you guys know. Well, so, yes. still exists. Yes. So yeah, I rented out comic books to my neighbors and my classmates. And awesome. when I started working, that's when I actually was a developer. So You're a dev. I was a dev. What? I did, I did not do this. So yes, geek program. Stuff. What were you coding back then? Um, we were doing SQL. Oracle databases. Ah, wow, We've, there's so many. I can't even count them anymore. Uh, developers have been on this show, and again, some some of them go and end up in a distance. But there's always yeah. this programming background or that 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 curiosity that starts somewhere. It really helps because now you're like as a marketer, you're dealing with you know all sorts of numbers and right. looking at CRM and databases right. and still go back to that basic. Yeah, and the logic behind it because most most of programming is really logic. Yeah. Right. So, okay, after that, what, was there a next hustle or was it straight to like college? Did you hustle so, during college? So when I started my first role, so college right. was pretty much standard. I did the whole band scene. Right. You know, oh. Tried to be the cool chick. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> tried, to be, tried to be the cool right. chick and, you know, went straight to work. Yeah. Um, when I I moved from my developer job to a project management role when my boss moved to a smelting company. I was in a smelting company. What is a smelting company? So a company that melts metals essentially what i have never i thought smelting is like a millennial term or a gen z term so it's a it's wow. a term so you smelt metals and you you know create these elements that you sell in the market like gold copper or silver so wow and i was part of the team that was actually modernizing the back end so in the right. day SAP was starting to get into the market. We're trying oh, to. Okay. So <laughs> I don't want to go back into it. Oh my it, God. You know? so it's pain like in hardcore. Ass, right? <laughs> it was a painful time. process, right. but it had to be done. So mm-hmm. that's part of the modernization efforts. Right. I took my grad school, and at the same time, I was also studying for my master's. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I also taught in Ateneo for a while. So I right. was not the type who would just do one thing at the time. Right. I think that was what 
you know, got me to multiple hustles at the same got time. It. So and I you were exposed to different types yeah. of hats already yes. early on. That's so, PM. And you took up, what did you take up in college? Uh, I took up MIS. MIS. Oh my God. I so many Athenians taking up MIS that has been on this show too. No, but I love that program yeah. because... You can be multifaceted. Yeah. You can either be going into the business side or you can yeah. be going on the tech side or a mixture yeah. of both. It's like, man, how come I didn't have that in my university? USD, come on, just fucking catch up, please. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Because it's either of the two and that's, that's perfect. Now, after the smelting company, was there a next thing that you so did? So this is where the accidental thing happened. Okay. Okay, so I had a friend who, you know, at that time, well, I went to GMA New Media first. And GMA that, New Media in the year 2002-2004. Yes. So what was new media back then? Because you know, there's, <laughs> b- 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 yeah. because there's this old school tri-media, you know, yes. radio, print, uh, new, TV. That was when SMS started taking off. Yes. So for those who still remember, the first, and I, meet, I might get slammed for my facts. If yep. you remember correctly, the first interactive message that got sent was birthday greetings to Rosanna Roses. Wow. One of the <laughs> so it's people texting their messages and people could see their messages getting sent through on TV. Ah, right. I remember so, this. Where This is where Ia Bilyanga became popular. Yeah. So that's all when all things. the, you know, you text to get your message. Shout seen. out. Shout out to the yeah. and whatnot, right? Just so to be able to put a greeting. And we, at that time, were experimenting with how to, you know, use SMS as a, a channel, your phone as a game right. pad. So there's actually a particularly clever thing, which I still think is pretty fun. Right. You could actually use the 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 tones on your touchpad yeah, yeah. as directional buttons for a game. Wow. And we actually did a project with BLDD where you could. I remember it. That 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 that. So this was that, on a show that, called that, Text that, Tube on Midnight. That, I looked that, after that, that, that show. Shoot, I remember. I'm I'm old now too. Old. Okay, this is all old. <laughs> no, because there's a lot of. It on YouTube, but yeah. Hey. No, don't feel old because I, I'm just stating the facts. So if you're listening to this, you're part of our generation. 70% of listeners of Hustle Share are age between 28 to 34. Millennials. So yo, I'm not a millennial, just in case you can. But still, it. it's still pretty. I I can still relate, so yeah. that's good. You're, yeah. So the Gen Z years there and the other podcasts and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but here, we're, we're old. We, we've been we've been through it. What would be interesting is that you know we were making do with what was existing okay. in terms of what available technology was. Right. We had interesting creatives and we played with it. I think that was the best thing about being okay. in that environment at that time. Right. And. I got into agency life accidentally. So I had a friend called AJ. He's actually a graphic designer. Shout out AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but shout out to you. We call him the fixer. The fixer. Okay. Fixer upper guy. All right. So, you know, he was working for Ogilvy at that time as an oh, art director. Ogilvy. Wow. And then he said, you know, we're looking for a planner. Matalino ka naman. You're smart. <laughs> wow. Was that a shade? Or like... <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, right. you know, he's you're smart maybe you'd like to try for the role i'm like what the hell is that yeah and so when i you know not a good idea you know this was all pre-internet right fast right internet, right so dial up dsl you're 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 posh if you're not using isp bonanza back then. it's like oh shit he's at dsl so i did my basic right. research mm-hmm. about what the planner was so i just don't scrub right. the interview Wow. I went there uh, and I never looked back. So that was 
almost 15 years ago. So agency life. Yeah. Now, I'll take a time out real quick because there's so many people that's also been on Hustle Share. And people I know from outside that's not been here yet. Mm-hmm. Saying this is probably one of the most cutthroat environments you can ever be part of. Because okay. the, the requirements, the, 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 I mean, you're, you need to be creative because you're making something for brands. And that needs to be, you know, day in, day out and, and whatnot, 24 by 7 almost. And it, it, it takes a toll on you, right? Would you say back then until now, because you've done this with Ogilvy, you've done, uh, after that, you've done BBDO, oh my God, and uh, McCann. Yeah. It's not easy for you to stay that long. Wow. <laughs> I, I love being an agency person. Um, okay. I think one of the best, it's an environment where you'll find one of the most interesting, most intelligent, most creative and passionate people around. Yeah. And, I, and what I always tell interns and those, you know, checking out agency life is okay. you have to know why you're here in the first place. There because, has to be a purpose. Because if you, you know, don't know why you're there, you're not going to last very long. Got it. So for you, okay, now after GMA, to go going to Ogilvy as a planner, how different were the roles? It wasn't very different okay. because I was wearing multiple hats in GMA. New okay. media. I was a producer, I was a product ah. manager, I was a researcher, I did the whole the gamut. Whole thing. Right. And right. I was, you know, I'd be sitting with my editor looking at content that will be shown at 12 midnight, and I was sure. shooting the content in the afternoon. And in the mornings, I'm doing marketing and product management. So it's like, okay. Yeah. That, that was the grind back yeah. then. So Pure hustle too. Right. Exactly. And when I went to Ogilvy, it was a little more structured. Mm. There was more definition on roles and what the culture did and how you worked with everyone. So it's not as running around like headless chickens <laughs> because you're young. You, know, you just need to get things done. Right, right, right. And, and I think that's where I got trained and I learned a lot then eventually moved to Singapore because I was already doing a regional role out of Ogilvy, Manila. And I was actually fortunate enough to have been, to have joined um, BBH. So BBH, um, it's not as known for for people outside the industry, but it's one of the best creative agencies you can ever work for in the world. So I've had a little bit of a glimpse of the creative agency because sometime 2015, 2016, I can't remember. Um, some dudes I forgot actually how they I got invited to Spikes Asia okay. in Singapore and I did a talk I was like this is not my tribe these are creative people I'm a startup weirdo right I mean it's just different it's a different vibe okay. and then I uh, uh, I was there I did my talk after Christina Hutchison and I did I had one on, my, on lunch nobody was listening but I saw there like man the shit that creative people are doing is crazy. And I, what, I, what I'm trying to get here is that what, how different it is, is it from creating, doing agency life here and doing it in Singapore? I would think it would be, okay, in terms of the amount of work, it's probably just about the same. Okay. But your access to resources and uh, to other you know, people with different backgrounds are a little bit different. Okay. So, for example, when I was over at Singapore, I had an art director who used to be a carpenter. What? Yeah. I mean, so it's... it's Is it local? 
Um, no, he's actually I forget which country from yeah, the yeah. UK. Oh wow! But they're you know. You can come from all sorts of different backgrounds. He wasn't Jesus. Not, yeah, he's not, not okay. Jesus. Okay. Definitely not Jesus. Different, right. okay. different country. Okay. <laughs> but wow. But you know, you you get to meet all these different people who've studied all sorts of different things, and I think that's one of the interesting things about being in agency life because you attract so many different people from different backgrounds. Right. As long as you love creating things and want to share that in a you know in a business brand environment right it's very again there's also a lot of similarities to the startup ecosystem oh yeah definitely the only difference again is how we like manifest our creativity mm -hmm. the startup people will always use technology as the medium yes. to scale yes and then also i guess because there's also I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's similar. We're rebels by default. We don't like following rules, so fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm going to do it this way, and then we, we ride and die with, with, with what it is. All right, so after BBH, did you go back here? Because BBDO Guerrero, we've worked with them in Chatbot PH, and sure. they're a structure. They have a beautiful office in, in Frabel. Is it Frabel Center, right? So before Frabel, yeah. uh, the office was in Insular Life. Insular Makati? Yes, oh, corner Paseo. Right, that, that corner, that weird shaped building yeah, with I, an eagle. I used to love the facade. They kind of just, I don't know what they did to that Insular Life building. That used to be a landmark for me of Makati. But they yeah. moved that, you know, that facade to, I think, in um, Alabang now. Yeah, I've been to the Alabang one. Yeah. It's also beautiful. Yeah. Especially in the, the, the top one. But again, but so yeah, that right. was so I did BBDO for a while, right. helped out with the It's More Fun in the Philippines pitch. Mm. So yeah, the pitch, how did that okay? Let's just deep dive on that. How did that happen? Because before, before it's more fun, it's wow, Philippines, yeah. yes. the Dick Gordon days back then, yes. right? But Things took up a notch. Yeah. It, it is more fun. And I remember there's a lot of hate at the first because it's like, yeah, some, some time before Switzerland used this and whatnot. So let's talk about this real quick. Sure. Um, how did this come about? And uh, well, how, wow, it became a success. How, how did that happen? I think there are a lot of good things in play at that time. There was a, you know, the agency worked really hard to, to prepare and plan right. and to strategize. And it was actually David who came up with the idea scuba diving. Wow. And he, that's when he realized that, you know, would he have been ha having as much fun if he did scuba diving elsewhere? And, you know, it was just a culmination of all the discussions and the work. And he just had that eureka moment under the water. Wow. But with that said, I think props also goes to Secretary Mon Jimenez, who yes. trusted the agency to make it as viral and as social and it was right. the perfect and it's time till now right. and and part of the strategy was really to use the filipino as an ambassador yes social media was like exploding it, right. that was the start it was and we wanted to take advantage of that that is amazing so but props you know agency plus client collaboration i think that's what made it work so well got it all right now after bbdo you also went to Harrison community. What, what was it? Was it still in planning? Because yes. what, let's talk about planning real quick as a, yes. as a, as a thing. What, what goes, what do you plan for 
Like again, I'm that's a very naive question, borderline yeah. stupid. But no, no, <laughs> well, no, okay. no questions are stupid. Right. Um, it's actually very difficult to explain. Okay. I even have a hard time telling it to my mother. Okay, but, but I, okay, I'll be essentially a strategist right. or a planner in an agency setup is the person who comes up with your communication strategy and ah. makes sure that the work or the campaigns are effective. Wow. So that's you know, a heavy responsibility. It is a heavy responsibility because that means knowing, you know, the business context, you know, right. your clients' issues. You need to know the target audience. You need to right. know what's happening in their world. And I think just the audience alone and the kind of media they're consuming, I could go on and on. And it's just True. really you know, and, and part of our job is to filter and focus that on something that's usable for the brief that's been given to us. Got it. All right, now let's take a quick break and when we come back, let's now talk about your next hustle all the way to what you're doing now in Pioneer. But more of that after the break. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at PH, the country's biggest SaaS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with Eileen Borromeo, a pioneer. But before we talk about her pioneer grind, uh, prior to the break, we were talking about how she was doing planning, right? And we left off you doing Harrison. In Harrison, um, what was that? Is it very similar to an agency as well? And so Harrison is actually a sister company of McCann. Ah. And very few people know that it was actually Harrison who launched Globe. What? So all your, you know, the G with the ticker and the ribbons. 
They launched That's it. them? That's Harrison. And, and this is, Harrison is an international agency. Um, it's actually a sister, it's a local shop um, wow. out of Manila. So a sister company of my band. Okay. And um, they also did the whole chippy ads that you remember, you know, Got back it. in the day. So a lot of the, you know, URC commercials. Now, before he took McKenna, I just want to uh, deep dive again on the agency life because it's probably one of the most competitive um agents or environments or like uh ecosystems out there and people really like take pride in what they do i've seen the other scars right it is and walk us through the what what do you think is the beauty of being in agency life and the the complete opposite what what's the pros and cons being in an agency okay um you're not doing only one thing at a time it's always something different okay. so you know it's like you get a creative shuffle right every time. stretch every time you stretch every right. time and i think once you feel like you know it's starting to become repetitive that's when you start wondering okay am i pushing hard enough should ah. i try something different but you know that's that's what is interesting and different about being an agency got it about the condo, what do you think are the, the cons that you, you see? Because I've seen people really just give up. Like, ah, this, this is so cutthroat for me. Ah, this is not for me and whatnot. Why, why do you think do those people fall out? And how come you just fucking grace and just, just you know, like a phoenix all the, the, well, this time, you know? But phoenix is also burned. <laughs> no, but again, you always rise from the ashes. There it is. But, so I go back to what I said earlier about knowing why you're there in the first place. Mm. So if you don't know why you're there and you don't think it's for you you're not going to last long the hours are long i think that's one of the cons for it um it's a young environment so yeah and hot uh, i've seen a lot of cute baby girls and baby boys (laughs) in there right right? so it's a very young environment if you're in you know looking to transition in terms of life stages you start having a family and you're starting to look for a little more balance you're going to have to make some tough decisions. When Tito Ness and Tita Ness hits you, <laughs> all of a sudden you can't keep up with the with the silo and the Valkyrie life anymore. Because yeah. these guys like get get hammered and show up to work. But that's a, mm. I think it's more of a myth and maybe oh, really? it's one okay. of the myths we enjoy. I think for younger you're you know, the so called millennial or, yeah, just, or Gen Zers years now. They're Gen Z. They don't I think they're a little more grounded. Ah. I'll give them that. So I'm hopeful for my own daughter. There you go, sure. there you go. We, you raise them right. Right. We used to be up till four AM. I know twenty five year olds who you can't drag out till four in the morning, sleep a wow. little bit and go back to work. That's how we used to be. That's crazy. So, you know, and, and I think that's also not sustainable now. Um, yeah. I think there are also other options for, for people. Right. So, you know, the hours are long. That's definitely one. Mm. Um, because people are very passionate about what they do. The disappointment is high when you get rejected. God. So, because they put everything on the line. So your heart, your time, the dinner that you were supposed to have with your boyfriend or God. your girlfriend. Sacrifices you took. So the, all the sacrifices you took only for rejection. So like when you have a pitch, when oh. you have a presentation, that can go for naught. Sure. And of course, you know, that takes a toll on you emotionally. Got it. Now, let's talk about the pay. I mean, this sure. is something that, you know, it's a job, it's a career, right? Some Somehow, some way, you got to be compensated. And what, how's the compensation like in an agency, especially as you move up to the ladder? Yeah. 
How 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 does that uh, look like? It's very fair. I think mm. you know when you net all of it in, right. and you enjoy what you're doing. You know the benefits are also good. So you okay. you usually get the usual HMO if you right. become a boss eventually. You get your 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 car plans. You know your uh, retirement benefits. You know they do take care of you. I think I could say that for any agency that right. that's out there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, now before you to carry it away with the agency life, um, you, now you did McCann. Yes. And you did that for a pretty significant Some time, years. five years, almost six years. Yeah. And I'm looking at your LinkedIn too. Is that you, you haven't really stayed for any company this long? How how did you when you entered McCann? What was it like, and how did you climb up the ladder to to and what were those key roles you did dur- during your stay there? So. I went to Macan because I really respected um, our chairman. Yes. So Raul Castro is a very you know um, formidable and inspiring leader. Got it. And I think that's also the reason why I stayed longer. Wow. Than, than so the leadership. Definitely. So you get mentored as well at the same yeah. time. You you yeah. you learn a lot of these yeah. things, right? So you know I handled one of the biggest um, businesses for McCann, which was Nestle. Yes. So you know did the whole Chucky thing. So hopefully. Oh, I've made that's you! you. Oh my God, you, so you made, got me. I hope uh, I've made you cry with some of our ads, but yeah. not as much as a Jollibee ad. That's not just thing. cry. You made me buy. <laughs> you I made me buy that chocolate milk. That's one <laughs> fact. There. I love it. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a big baby boy still because if I see a Chucky on the on the fridge somewhere, Mercury yeah. drug, I'm gonna get that shit yeah. close to my belly. Okay, so what are those things that you learned at this stage in your career now? Because you're you're pretty seasoned by this time, right? Again, not old seasoned. I didn't use. A, I'm talking about experience, right? By this time, you're really primed and like really they they call it. I think hinog. By that time, you're yeah. you're really An old there. fruit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but you know, you, yeah. you've been there, done that, yeah. right? What were those things that you now were now able to apply in this role? Because you're a planning director now, yeah. head of rural intelligence. You're, this is not easy. Well, I think, you know, some, sometimes people think that when, you're, when you've become a boss, you can just sit back and, and do the stuff. You still, we still do our stuff. And I think the biggest difference is now passing on the knowledge and training other people. Yes. So I'm fortunate enough to have had good people to work with and trained by. Some of them repay me by pranking me. Oh. You know who you are, Javier. <laughs> we got you. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, but but the, it's also so fulfilling when you see the people you've mentored become a better version of yeah. themselves. You know, it's like ha. You pranker, but look at you now. You're you're, you're very, very good. It's, it's not. It's very fulfilling that way. What do you think would be your your legacy that you've left in McCann before we talk about the jump to it the made a lot side? of people fat. I think. What? <laughs> Including me with you your campaigns, <laughs> Chucky and whatnot. No, I mean, I I'd like to think that I took care of people and helped them you know grow mm-hmm. um i don't like labeling myself as a coach but i you know i do pride and i feel good when people come to me for you know for questions on advice whether it's love right. or career or whatnot um one of the legacies i'd like to leave behind is probably you know having been one of those really 
tough, but you know, it's accommodating, friendly, or whatever. Yeah. You know, maternal figures right. that looked after strategy in mm-hmm. in the agency. Awesome. Now, before we just jump, it's a last last question in terms of how did you cope with stress back then? Because this is uh, it, maybe the way like you do. I'm a I'm a I'm a foodie. Ah, uh, no, but before <laughs> in Party File, I used to smoke a lot, which is bad. I, I yeah. smoked for a good 10 years, two packs a day. Yeah. But I went cold turkey around three years ago. Yeah, yeah but never looked back since. But that was my coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, try, I lied to myself a lot too. Like, yeah, I need this because that's the only way I can relax and whatnot. But of course, food is always yeah. the equalizer. So food, but not always healthy. I take a lot of walks. I think for those who, you know, if they think it's a waste of time, it's actually recalibrating your brain to take a break. Mm. And you could always go back to whatever it is that you're, you know, that's bothering you. Spurts, not, not, you have to do it in spurts. So I always take long walks when I'm frustrated about something. Got it. I would just walk. What's the longest you've walked? Maybe two, three kilometers. Wow. And, and along that way, I've actually cracked a couple of, ideas or campaigns wow so sometimes when you're walking just thinking i have my phone i take my notes so i just i just walk that is amazing all right now let's talk about the jump why 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 did you leave all that behind in going to the client side sure this is this is very different and now your role in pioneer Mm -hmm. is, is the head of marketing not just in the philippines but southeast asia it's a very diverse market. Yep. How was what triggered you to make that jump, and what was so compelling for you in so, that role? Because I was also doing a lot of other things um, during my stay in Macan. I would okay. be consulting with some friends who had startups. Ah, I actually racket. racket. Yes. but I was unpaid, so it oh, was. Oh, okay. You know, so, so it's it really just out, out of the goodness of Eileen's heart. There you go. Don't take advantage. This is not an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. <laughs> no, but you know, if I'm, I like I'm a problem solver. Yes. At heart, that's my nature. So, right. people do come to me to ask for advice, and okay. I give it freely if they think you know they can take it if they think it's sound. But it. you know, I was talking to friends who needed help with their business, and I started thinking I kind of enjoyed applying myself outside of communications. Ah. And then I was talking to so we've heard about AJ the fixer earlier, right. who got me into advertising. Right. He also was the one who accidentally, you know, introduced me to Pioneer because wow. he was a Pioneer customer as well. Ah. And it was one of those conversations we had about, you know, what's happening in the startup, you know, what, who's doing interesting things. Right. And Pioneer got mentioned. And a few weeks after that, he was passing on a message from his friend who mm. happened to be the regional head of Pioneer, who was looking for a marketing wow. head. And, you know, I was, I'm 40, guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought, okay, if I'm going to try something different, right. this might be the best time. I'm neither, That's scary, though. It's it's very scary. It's ni- I'm neither young nor old, but I think right. I have had enough experience and still a little fight in me. Oh, come on now. <laughs> to you, try you're... something new. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who's labeling you old, but whoever that is, crazy. Okay. Right. You know. So, so and, and I chatted with Miguel Warren, our right. regional head for the region. Okay. And, you know, 
was interesting. One talk progressed to another, and then it snowballed from there. But I'm pretty sure prior to Pioneer, a lot of people probably sway, tried to sway you into jumping to the client side. What's I, special about pa- pa- Pioneer, Pioneer that, that made you say yes? I like that it was actually a real you know, tool or yeah. platform that people are using and you're seeing I'm the user. direct yep. impact on, right. on people's lives. So, you know, I never learned about, let's say, you know, uh, you know, a small BPO in, in some part of right. the Philippines that mm-hmm. was doing so much and, and generating so much income or that Marvel illustrator from, you know, from our country who's right. receiving, you know, projects from and outside. Everybody it's needs amazing. to get paid, you know, because exactly. especially in B2B, in my exactly. fucking existence in chatbot PH, I just, I'm just fucking rant, yeah. all right? Biggest problem I have right now it's about payments. Yeah. Payments, it's I don't get paid point. on time. It's All the time, yeah. actually. I'm always on AR mode, accounts receivable. It's stuck <laughs> there for some reason. And people say that it's really normal here in the Philippines, which I don't accept. It really pains me because if I feel this way, I'm lucky because we've been acquired. Someone's bankrolling us. Yeah. What, what more for those you know yeah. who are just bootstrapping? Every single peso counts. Exactly. And... You know, that's one of the things that intrigued me about it. And right. I saw, you know, I, I've been to some of our provinces as well right. and act, talked to actual customers. And right. I could see how, you know, how their business have grown. Got it. How a payment platform like Payoneer is really, you know, helping make that happen. Got so it. that to me was an easy decision. Nice. Um, so, yeah. How hard was this transition? Because now you're you're yes. usually the one pitching the client, and now you're the client. Yes. How hard was that transition switching those hats work? Okay, um, transition from agency to, and again, this the, this client side is not your traditional client. The right. learning curve is high because you have to understand a product, and it's not as straightforward as you think. Right. So there are you know so many intricacies. Over. Yeah, you have to understand regulatory. You have to yes. understand all these technical things that okay. you know that are usually absent from you know the. But as a strategy person, I do dig into a lot of research anyway. Okay. So I'm not scared of numbers. I actually like my numbers. Nice, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of numbers, especially if they're in fractions. Like no, you're <laughs> negative. They're negative. No, no, no. <laughs> or uh, there's exponents. No, 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 no. Giving me. Bad, bad, bad memories from high school. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, it's, it's not easy because you're essentially right. moving from one operating system to another. And the terms that you know isn't exactly mm. what, you know, they understand or the rules Jargon's are different. different, whatever. It, it's, it's a bit different. So mm-hmm. it's decoding all these, you know, cultural, but the corporate cultural nuances. Got it. And, and you can't just be, you know... It can't be my old crazy self. Just of course, yet. it has you to, to be. be you're representing the client now. Yes, you're you the client now. You have the budget. You know what? What mindset-wise and strategy-wise is it still similar or what not? Because you're used to being pitched, or you're used to be the one pitching. But since you're now in the company, do you still need that from from the outside? Point I of think. Uh, for the right things, yes. Because okay. especially when you're looking for. You know new ideas right and i think that's where a pitch is the most useful i mean uh, i actually don't like pitches in the sense that some clients use it as a way to just shop around for ideas which is the sad truth yes right 
But I think when you pitch, you have to be deliberate about which agencies you want to, you know, to to, to be pitched to, right. um, and what you're asking them to do. Because a pitch right. is like the concentration of two to three weeks of ideas and creativity. Yeah, blood, and, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Right. So and and you, I think, have to give it to them to present uh-huh. it the best way they can. Correct. Um, as far as the regional aspect of the role, it's okay. not as strange to me because when I did Singapore, I also yes. had been there, done that. So not sort of, you know. Right. But how different is it from a marketing point of view, right? When you market from the Philippines, what's it like and what's the difference now when you're marketing towards the whole region? Mm-hmm. Because it's very, I mean, Southeast Asia, there's a lot of intricate, I mean, yeah. okay, just like language. If you look, yes. look at Bahasa, there's yes. a lot of Bahasa words in our yes. shit, but totally fucking different. Yeah. If you go to Singapore, you'll know, you go to the subway yeah. or MRT, you'll know the girls are Filipino just by looking at them, yeah. right? How do you know now make sure that those differences are still being penetrated on by a single brand yeah. considering your, your experience. Yeah. I think, number one, it's never going to be a one-size-fits-all, especially mm. now when you look at how you know targeted um, right. your mediums can be. So you can yeah. geo-target, you can target by gender, and we didn't have that benefit right. back in the old days. Yes. Um, but one of the things that are still true, regardless of what generation or era you're from, is that people are people. They have the same desires and behaviors and motivations. Right. Everyone wants to be successful. Yes. Right. So regardless of which market you are, it's just you know pitching to them, this is how you can be successful in maybe 90 days or whatnot. Right. So, you know, success is a hot button for people. Right. You know, how to win more clients regardless of where you are in the world right. will still be a hot button. Got it. So motivations, universal themes, right. those will still hold regardless of where you are. Now, where, now I'll ask you one last one before we take a break. Sure. Before, I mean, earlier in the, the, the episode, you said there's got to be a why. Mm-hmm. Now that you're in the client side, what's your why now? So my why is to get Payoneer um, better and stronger in the region. So mm. not going to mention competitors, it's free advertising for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, we're no longer a startup. Yeah. Payoneer is no longer a startup. We were founded in 2005 yep. out of New York. Um, there's a lot of new young ones coming out. Yep. And, you know. And they need to discover that you guys are there. Exactly. Right. Because there's always a new wave of yeah. people who would put up a business, put yeah. up a freelancing, whatever. It's and they the need to get paid. It's the same. I think, you know, it's the onus is on us to just make sure that we're not forgot forgotten by all these new right. entrants. And they'll be spending marketing monies at the start because they needed that awareness and recognition. Right. Or whatever market share they want to get. Exactly. Right. All right, sounds good. Now, I'll leave the sick break, and when we come back, it's time to share the hustle furthermore um, with, with the people that are learning. I've learned so much already, but let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Order has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. Welcome back to the podcast to hustle share uh we're still with uh 
Eileen Borromeo of Payoneer. Now, Eileen, prior to the break, I told you or asked you that we're going to be sharing the hustle. Now you're, you're, you're doing marketing, right? Mm-hmm. And you've worn so many hats. You can probably sell yeah. the whole, you can outsell Zara or whatever. Hat, hat. New era. That's where they have more <laughs> hats. But in marketing, especially in Southeast Asia, how do you now approach this? Are there tools that you like to use? What's the approach like in, in making sure that you achieve your goals? Because you can't just be, you know, uh, uh, throwing Hail Marys out there and hope it works. Like, ha, ah, please, it works. You know. Well, as with any marketer, you're guided by your goals or KPIs. As boring Metrics. As, as boring as that sounds, right. but that's what's going to drive you. Okay. That's what will determine confidence. Who defines the metrics? It's a company-wide decision with Got your it. inputs because they can't suddenly say, okay, we need to grow by this X percent, but we're giving you a tiny budget. I mean, Got that's it. never going to end up end up happy. Right. You know, it's not going to be a happy ending for anyone. Of course. But, you know, you need to be guided by your objectives, your KPIs, your metrics, and that gets defined per market. Uh, per market? It's per market. Then how... And it's also, then you look at that cumulatively as a region. So we do have growth that we need to look after. Marketing also has to... How varying are those, It's like, for example, a Cambodia versus a Philippines versus a, I don't know, Timor-Leste, if you're even even there, (laughs) right? (laughs) How different are those markets? How different are the attacks? Is it very, very personalized per culture or per, per, per territory? But the metrics are the same, or what? What? What, are, what is that? Like? So, the KPIs will be the same. So, if it's about you know acquiring new leads, you will uh, have those numbers. For acquisition, example, acquisition, right? So, acquisition will right. be there. Um, let's say brand awareness. Right. That will differ depending on how you know popular you are in the market. So, in right. Vietnam, you know, we're probably one of the few options they have. Yeah. So then that means you're kind of like market leader there. But in nice. the Philippines, we're a little more, you know, And the Philippines are a remittance country by yes. default. So I mean, we know. We, we also look for a good deal. Got it. So you have to look at how else you can, you know, grow the market despite competition. Right. So, you know, you will have to be guided by the KPIs. That's one. Awesome. Number two, you have to know your audience. And it might differ per market. So, for example, the Philippines is largely a service provider yep. country. You know, That's your what we do. Right. Graphic designers. JDL said that. Virtual assistants. Yeah. You know, mm. um, I think the last statistic from the government was 1.5 million freelancers. I'm sure wow. there's a lot more. No, definitely. That have not declared. <laughs> sure, sure. Right? But in other markets, you have more sellers, like in Thailand. So these are people selling into mm, your Amazons, your eBay's, and, and Lazadas. So it will differ per market, and that alone will determine a different approach. Uh, Payoneer has its um, proprietary, I guess, platforms or yeah. programs okay. that we apply to different markets. but. It adjusts. The content adjusts. Got it. So we can have an event for one place. Got it. The content is different. All right. Now, in terms of the funnel, talk about the funnel, right? How hard is it to keep it up? Because, again, campaigns can work now. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, it's a fucking flump, right? How do you make sure that you're... You're making the right campaigns to make keep that. I mean, from a marketer's point of view, yeah. 
you said it. You made us fat. You want to make that funnel fat as well, yeah. right? Or at least the top of the funnel, yeah. because the the bottom of the funnel is not really your responsibility anymore. It actually is. Then. Oh, still okay. It still is because right. you know, the marketing is essentially a demand creation rule. Got it. We shouldn't just be adding stuff to the funnel. We need to make sure that people are staying loyal. That we're retaining retention. Values. Okay. So it's not just adding to the top of the funnel because we can say, okay, job done. We got, got these it. many people to attend the event and we can rest on our laurels now. But it's not that way. You got do it. need to make sure that people are staying loyal to the platform, the brand. Got it. They're advocates of you know, pioneer. Okay. Now, in terms of like go-to moves, again, this is where I'm not sure if you're going to be comfortable here, but on a high level, not in defense, what do you think are the ones that always work or campaign-wise, just in a high level yeah. that, that work, that, 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 that can help startups also convert okay. and creating demand for, for, their, for their services? I think you, you have to think about what message you want mm. okay, to share. The narrative. It's the narrative and how it ties back to your brand or offer. You know, sometimes we think we're being clever by... Blah, 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 made easy. Everything is blah, 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 made easy. Everything is global. Right. And if you take away your brand, you know, can it still be attributable to you? So you have to think about what makes this, you know, this message, this offer um, for, for, you know, what makes it special for the people in your brand. Got it. So in terms of like crafting, it's a lot of copy and nice imagery, right? Uh, especially that's the core. And regardless of what you're yes. doing, it has to look yes. good, has to resonate the message. Yes. Do you want, is it best that you just go straight or do you like the, is it what works now? Is it the, the, the jingle jingle kind of stuff or the slogan type of stuff? Or because I've seen the, the trend now that you just need to fucking nail it in a one sentence, get what the fuck you, you want to get, it and really then depends. call to action. I think, I think people still want romance. I think it ah. depends on the objective. It's the reason why, you know, we still want to get entertained. I think. Got it. And that's one of the things that they'll probably share with people in, in startup uh, right. environments. Yes, we need to get the message out there. It depends what you need to do. Okay. Get goes back to your objective. But, you know, if they don't know it, it's like if Pioneer suddenly comes to you and you don't know who the hell we are, like, right. hey, come on, give us your money, transfer your money to us. Like, why the hell should I? Got it. You need to establish the trust. You need to know who we are. We need to be able to convince you that we're a trustworthy brand worthy of your money transfer. True. Right. But you know, even if I say fifty percent off on your, you know, first transaction, I don't know who you are, I don't trust you. Correct. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. So there's still a lot of that that human component of building trust rapport and everything else in between. So I think we shouldn't forget that we're still communicating to people, even though they're business people, even they're even though they're venture capitalists. Everyone relies on a story. Got it. And that's what the common pitfall is. You, here's what I see a lot in, in what startups do. They fucking bombard us with features. Nobody cares about the fucking feature, right? Uh, features. Well, we have a fucking blah 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 change here, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. If you're ta- people who would uh, who would understand startups would appreciate that but if you talk to your customers like that ain't nobody fucking shit cares about that if you look at earlier apple advertising they never bored you with the product features they made you drool they made you salivate over the item got it so be make it you have to be desirable 
Exactly. Yeah. And the messaging should yeah. be crystal clear on yeah. what the benefit is. Yeah. Minus all the jargon. Please stop jargoning people. All there right. is a role for that because once you hook me in, then then I will ask ah. as a customer, as a consumer, so so what's in that? Got right. it. But don't put it on the front door. Uh-uh. Put it on the foyer. <laughs> or <laughs> right. if someone's courting you, what's about legal? So, no, you know, of course. <laughs> hook up if you swipe right before you swipe right. That's before what they you do. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be bombarded by somebody saying, I'm rich, I have 10 million in right. bank accounts. And you don't want to send a dick pic right away. People do that now. I don't know why. Like, wait but a you fun. will come across yeah. as a, you know, as an overbearing douche. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, if you have, you're, if you're well endowed, let, hold it out, hold <laughs> it out a little bit. You don't, you don't right. want to like suddenly list all your best features. True. As a person. You don't, you don't do that when you introduce yourself to somebody. Got it. Now for a startup, let's talk about that. So for example, I have a, let's, an e-commerce one. How would I come across when everybody's trying to sell the same yeah. shit? How yeah. would you, I'd say, advise an e-commerce startup to position themselves so that they get the message across? Because if you're, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crowded marketplace. Yeah, definitely. So well, how I would that be like? My first question would be, what are you selling and who are you selling to? If you're selling the same stuff to, uh, you know, as an Amazon seller and as a Lazada, right. then what makes you different? Mm. Because if you're selling the same thing, there has to be something significantly interesting or different about you. So sort of like a blue ocean still approach. Still right? a blue ocean, but I think if you don't define those, you know, right. initial, I mean, that's essentially your business model. True. That you have to define upfront and. One of the things I've observed with many startups is that the business model stays on paper. I think bounce it off somebody who's not in your company. True. Don't ask your yeah. friends, family, and whoever close to you because that's also a big validation mistake. Yeah. You know, those motherfuckers don't want they don't want to help you. I mean, they don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna keep it real. Yeah. Right? The worst thing you need to fucking talk to strangers who don't give a shit, don't know you. I've actually been approached on LinkedIn by a person who was, you know, in a startup. Okay, cool. It was cool. just a random conversation. He nice. showed me his product. Nice. And he said, what could I do better about it? And okay. And I just, I hope you're a millionaire now and you could pass on something. There you go. <laughs> Pay it forward. You know, there. But, you know, I just told him what I thought. Okay. And Without fluff. I mean, no, you have nothing yeah. to lose to. Right? And Again. And not to pitch the other thing that we're doing. And that was right. actually where... The second opinion company. Ah, let's going. talk about that now. So, okay. what? How did the second opinion thing happen on the side, especially with your husband? Yeah. Right, because it's I, I I've seen a lot of people also work with their significant other well, and some people just can't. Yeah. Right. How did you make that dynamic work? So he's also a strategy person. Ah. We're kind of in the same mode that we do like solving problems. Nice. So we said we can kind of monetize this. If we have the time, but we just want to make sure that we're still making ourselves available and accessible despite having our, you know, main hustle. Okay. And I think that's what keeps us also interested and curious about what's happening. So what do you guys do specifically in the second opinion? So, you know, the second opinion company, as I mentioned, was born out of, you know, being just honest and frank about Got what it. needs to be done okay and you know it works like a small consultancy you come 
if you're an okay. established brand or a startup, you okay. come to us with a question. If uh, you're not getting, again, it's a second opinion. If you're not getting the right answers, you're you know getting stuck somewhere. Right. Then you can come to us. Right. Because we we have no emotions about you. True. You know, we have no feelings about your company. Especially in a startup, right? Yeah. You need validation, and a lot of people also fail because, like, all right, here's my assumption. And then they made an experiment, but the the thing is, some people they just didn't do the experiment right. Yeah. And then they stop. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> you so, need to persist. Exactly. But you have to have the proper structure. Yes. To get those facts. Yes. Aside from the biases, the people around you will say. Yeah. Right? The challenge with being in the same company for a long time is you tend to think alike. Ah. So then you are in an echo chamber, and you're just hearing sure. the same things you like. Correct. Or the same things that you know that just work for you. It becomes a cult too. <laughs> so yeah. more borderline. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, last few questions, Eileen, before sure. we let you go. Um, in terms of skills and tools, if you're advising someone who's going into an agency life or in a marketing role per se or similar path that you're you're into, what skills do they need to 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 learn, and what tools do they need to be familiarized with? Okay, so any marketer will tell you to, you know, always have the basics before you move on to any shiny tool. Okay. Okay, always have your basics. It's the usual four or five Ps. Yeah, five Ps. Depends on your Ps. If you like to pee, don't pee. Okay, I'm just kidding. Depends on which P you're looking at. It's knowing your target audience. It's knowing your market. It's not being afraid of the numbers. Right. Excel is your best friend. There you go. Excel. But, you know, I also try to be very organized, especially if you're somebody who's trying to do many things. So if you're handling many markets, okay. I use Trello with my team. Yes, sir. That's what it is. So right? Trello I, is the I, shit. I like Trello because it's... Especially gives, integrated with Slack. Yes. So Perfect it gives combo. you a bird's eye view of ongoing projects right. and you can, you can tag people. Right. You know, if they need help with certain projects. Mm. I've also started recently using Notion. Notion. Notion is a nice, you know, um, online workspace. So again, wow. thank you, Paul. For there you the- go. <laughs> I have never heard of Notion. I'll check this out after. Yeah, right. so Notion is really cool. Nice. Because then you can work remotely. Everything's there. Awesome. All right, sounds good. Now, last few um, uh, questions. What are the things that the uh, what are the th- the good habits that you think you've formed? Because again, if you can create habits, but some of them are bad, detrimental yeah. to you. But what are those habits that you think you've formed along the way in your career that that really helped you in yeah. to get you what you are, especially in a me- mentorship yeah. leadership role at this point? Yeah. So one of the things is to make time to do the work. Okay. Because. It's easy to get lost in the day-to-day meetings and, right. and doing all this stuff. You think, think you're productive. You think you're being productive, like, oh, I've checked so many things out of my, you know, to-do list. And that's yeah. helpful, too. I think, you know, start your, like, with me, I start my day with coffee. There you go. <laughs> the gist of it, right. We work. Thank you, by the way, for letting us do it here. Shout out, right? No, yeah. There's no payment for this. We're a unicorn startup. Okay. But and you thank need you. your... To do list for the day, but I think don't be so precious about not having ticked off everything. Got it. Always make time for like you know deep work that you need. Deep to. work. Yeah. Got it. So and no interruption. Stop looking at social media. There you go. I need to look at social media now. I'm actually right. you know 
You have to. You need to be into. Yeah. It, thank you again for yeah. reaching out on LinkedIn and <laughs> yeah. being able to to to. Uh, without that, this wouldn't happen. Again, yeah. JDL shout out for introducing yeah, me. But keep your focus. So correct. You know. Now I have a question because uh, you have this payong kaibiga payong pioneer yes. thing. Well, what is that about? I'm just very curious. So that is the brainchild of one of our marketing managers, Jen. Jen, so, shout out. Yeah, Jen, there. Shout out to Jen. So okay. we wanted to, you know, make use of the goodwill that we've developed with our customers, and cool. it's again sharing their own experience using the platform. Right. Um, anything they've learned about their business. Nice. So, you know, this is like, it's not paid. It's really people who like Pioneer. And, and we want There's to... There's a lot know, of them out there for sure. Yeah. Right. If you, yeah, if you guys want to check that out, just go to Pioneer.com. They'll auto, they'll auto detect, right? I saw it greeted me yeah. my buhay. And they're also on Facebook. Yes. And what's a Facebook uh, one? Like just look at Pioneer. Pioneer Philippines official. There you go. There you go. All right. Last two questions. Sure. Um, what's your tip? for surviving agency life now. You said you, know, you gotta have a why and whatnot, yeah. so. But there's gotta be more. Because it was like, you know, like when, when the shit hits the fan, it's like, why, 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 why? Yeah. Right? There's gotta be more. There's, for you to last this long yeah. and you know, make it out alive yeah. in, in, in a better- Well, you do need to have a good sense of humor and not take right. things too seriously. <laughs> no, really. I mean, I think, right. you know, you have to have a sense of humor. You have to treat each other kindly. Nice. Because be kind. You can't as cliche be, as much as, as cliche as it right. sounds when you know everything feels like it's it's difficult. Right. You know you only have each other as a team to work together, and of course, when you're successful, you're all successful together. Absolutely. All right. Last question: If you were to give an advice to your younger self, talk to yourself. Like uh, I sound like little boy here, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with final yeah. shit and all that. What would be your advice to your younger self, knowing what you know now? I think, well, I would have told myself to just have taken that arts degree. Mm. Why? Because I personally think that it doesn't matter as much what you take up in college. A lot of parents are going to Yeah, Yeah, I agree. But... It will, because everything's so multidisciplinary, you know, right. everything's integrated design, you know, okay. business, you need to be creative as well. There are jobs now and in the next 10, 20 years that have not been created yet. Yeah. And I think you do need to know, you know, those, you know, fundamental human, you know, tendencies and whatnot. So I think if you're passionate about art, it'll find its way into some business thing anyway. And history will always repeat itself one yeah. form or another. There's just yeah. going to be new components, but humans yeah. are bound to fuck it up for once. Uh, we're, we're, I'm we're, a little bit more hopeful than that. Yeah. No, I am, but you know, trap. What the fuck? It's like all these, I'm, not, I'm not trying to politicize here, yeah. but you know, I've, I've, I've seen in history where when, when there's a prolonged period of peace, mm -hmm. some bad happens after, right? So yeah. it's but like I Game think, of Thrones. But I think for me, you know, it's because you think the more prudent thing to do is to go into a business degree because that's right. what's going to make you successful. You know, I know so many people who've taken up arts, who've taken up literature. And, ah. you know, we all end up in the same place. Correct. But they have that, you know, they were able to start on their passions much earlier, I think. Correct. Yeah. All right, that's great advice. All right, thank you again, Eileen. Appreciate it. Now, for people that want to do check out Pioneer and what do they need to know about Pioneer, uh, 
being on the show or what, what do you guys have soon uh, coming up so we're rolling out some products and services but there you currently go. it's available in China okay no problem. so we're piloting some programs in Taiwan and in China and right, as long as you don't steal our fish we cool alright <laughs> All right. so hopefully that will be available to the region soon alright yeah Okay, sounds good. Now for uh, the second opinion, though, how do they reach out to you if they want to get your opinion? Uh, if I have already cancer, already on like, Facebook. All right, there, <laughs> there you go. So, what do they look for? So they can actually search the Second Opinion Company, okay, um, or the Second Opinion Co. as a website. So I'll have to set up the landing page now. All right, there you go. That's uh, that has to happen. Or they can look for me on LinkedIn. I All right. That would be the she replies, by the way, and that's great. Nice. Right. <laughs> be kind. She's kind, cliche. All right. All right. Thank you very much again, Eileen. Appreciate Thank it. If you, you guys like that episode, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Or if you're watching this, I mean, watching, listening to this on the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button, bro, so that whenever uh, we, whenever we have a new episode, you get first dibs and we're out. And make sure you also join the Hustle Share community so you get first tips on what we're going to have next on the show. And lastly, message us in our chatbot at m.me slash hustle share. Hustle share. Uh, well, m.me slash hustle share. Uh, powered by chatbot PH. Again, thank you, Eileen. Appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.